the best of frantic times. Welcome once again to another episode of the best of frantic times. With me in the studio is. Peter Wildman. And I'm Paul Chato as and, always. And this is episode number 25. Wow. What? Quarter century. A quarter of a quarter of century of comedy. A quarter pounder of comedy. A quarter pounder of to comedy. To all beef, sure. special sauce, cheese, pickles, lettuce on a Did you ever work at McDonald's? I have never. Did you? No, I did uh I washed dishes in a restaurant and got fired. Uh, and then I was a, a bartender at the Peterborough Golf and Country Club. That's the closest I came to actually serving people and touching food. I was a waiter at the Holiday Inn, and I remember one time we had a Mormon convention. Oh, this is the man that he said something about a tip. That's right. I'm a Mormon. I'm a tip. So and I'm you Paul, peed in his I'm, coffee. And I'm Paul Chato. No, I didn't. I said, I'm Paul Chato. I'm not <laughs> serving you. <laughs> and then you got fired. Then, then I got fired. And on that note... The, the point here is I want to talk about um, this sketch, Fishing with Live Bait. Can you do it in 10 I seconds? I can do it. I can try to do it. Anyways, uh, well, the, the place of these sketches, all our sketches are jumbled up by our producer, Derek yes. Wellsman, right? He's putting together the best of frantic times. But uh, Fishing with Live Bait, I remember, was a, a turning point in our radio because up to that point, we did a lot of yelling. And, and the uh, head of radio comedy at the time, uh, what was his name? Ron, Ron Soloway. Yes. Came up. And after we did this, and it was broadcast, he said, boys... You finally learned to not shout. Oh. Yeah, so he really loved this sketch. It was a uh, watershed sketch because we didn't yell. Well, I'm still <laughs> yelling today! And when you yell, it's funnier, right? Howdy, everyone. And welcome to the Fishing with Live Bait Show. I'm John Live Bait. <laughs> Joining me today is my old fishing buddy, Cole Peekers. That's me. <laughs> and a big howdy to y'all out there. <laughs> today we're uh, fishing in Babin Lake in British Columbia. This is just the perfect spot, you know, John. Yep. Lots of bulrushes and logs. <laughs> Real natural for light trout. <laughs> you know, you can just tell those trout are out there. Yeah. yeah. I can feel it in my bones. Yeah. I can feel some polywogs in my bones, too. And I feel some tires on the bottom. And well, maybe it's not necessary to say everything we feel in our bones. No, maybe not. <laughs> now... Catching lake trout is, is easy if you got the right reel and rod. Say, John, uh, that's a that's a fine rod you got. Is, uh, is that a special make? Oh, I picked it up at Canadian Tire. <laughs> you got a fancy one there. Well, uh, yeah, it cost me a, a little more to get it in middle flake purple with my name embossed on the side, but I figure it's worth it, you yeah, know. Yeah, and I like the way you got it airbrushed with a dragon and it's breathing out born to catch fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's boss, you know. Oh. <laughs> I bought it as, as an an anniversary gift for the missus, but, well, uh, she don't like fishing very much. Still together. Well, no, we're not, no. <laughs> Enough to chat. Yeah, we, I think I'm best. We came here to fish. Well, let's, let's get to that okay. then. Okay. Okay. Now, 
Usually, I'd be using a worm on a float. Yeah, yeah. But today, we're trying something a little different. Oh? A Bengal tiger. What? Get the tiger out of the bait box, Cole. Uh, oh, uh, well, oh, okay, sure, John. Whoa. 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 He's a feisty one, isn't he? While Cole puts the tiger on the hook... Uh... Whoa. <laughs> I'd just like to say that our sponsor is Norwegian Chew. Oh. The chewing tobacco that tastes like you're gnawing on a Viking. Oh. Uh, there. Oh, hold the eye. You gotta watch the claws there. Well, I, I got him hooked, John. I think worms are easier, though. Yeah. You know. Whoa. Just watch the results we'll get with this tiger. Okay. Now, cast her out. Okay. Here we go. And now what, John? Oh, now we just sit back and enjoy nature. Okay. Pass the box of Oreos. Oreos? And, whoa, hey, hey, the float just went under oh, the, the water that there. That was pretty quick. Hey, what? we got us something, Cole. Okay. Get, get the net. I'm, I'm reeling her in. Okay, you reel her in. I'll get the net there. Let's just take a look see what we got. Oh, damn, the tiger's gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The tiger must have gotten nibbled off the hook. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those trout are clever critters, aren't they? They just... They... Well, look, Cole, why don't you get us another tiger? <laughs> well, uh... Well, actually, we're out of tigers here, John. Uh... Then you'll have to hook yourself on. Okay, uh... Oh, that's sharp. <laughs> Here we go. Join us again next week on the Fishing Ooh. with Live Bait show. Uh -oh. I'm John Live Bait for Cole Peekers. Oh, bye. Oh. Good day. Another seal climbing up the wall. Oh, can you get it, please? Another seal? I'll get the harpoon, dear. That's the third seal in the kitchen this morning. I don't know where they're coming from. It's the cold weather, dear. It brings them out. Well, those pesky seals are awful. They bark, and I, I can't leave fish out. Oh, no. I'll get some more harpoons. Wait, wait, wait. Harpoons are massy shotguns. Leave us deep. Now, if your house is infested with seals, call the axe parts. Call Tonder and Jesus seal removal. <laughs> now, whether you live on the ice floor or right in downtown St. John's, Tonder and Jesus seal removal will rid you of these enormous hairy wet pests. No more seals. So remember, if seals are balancing your furniture on their nose, eating your fish, or just crawling all over your house, call Tonder and Jesus. We'll give them the seal of disapproval. Call us and join the club. <laughs> Join me now, won't you, for a stroll down bad memory lane. It's just like memory lane, except I have no idea what's lurking around each corner. It's a little scary. Oh, yeah. and, and fingers crossed, amusing. Oh, yeah. The best of frantic times. Oh, yeah. Go away! There's no one home. You've got the wrong address. Just a dog here. <laughs> 
Liar, I know you're in there. No, officer, there's no Mr. Liar here. I'm not a policeman, Mr. Liar. I'm Father Leonard from the Coalition of Concerned Churches. Is your wife named Wanda? I'm a Catholic priest. Answer the question. <laughs> no. Well, okay, you can come in. I wanted to talk to you yeah. about your Mr. Liar's condensed Bible. Oh, well, uh, well, um, okay, grab a seat. Don't mind the mess. I just live here, that's all. <laughs> the Bible, oh, the condensed, well, Reader's Digest is publishing one, and so I'm trying to uh, aid them by cashing a capital. Well, Mr. Uh, Liar, we object to your publication. All right. All right. I'll cut you in for 10%. No, no, it's, it's not that. 20% and that's no. my last offer. Mr. Liar. 30% and that's my last offer. Mr. Liar, I am serious. Don't misunderstand me. We're a very forward-thinking church organization. We accept the concept of an abbreviated, easy-to-understand Bible. But a five-page Gestetner pamphlet <laughs> is not a condensed Bible. Five and a half if you count illustrations. I do not call doodles in the margins illustrations. Do you call them diagrams? No. Oh. Now, I want you to stop selling this preposterous excuse for Holy Scripture. What's wrong with it? What's wrong with it? Yeah. Everything's wrong with it. Oh, that. All right, Mr. Liar. Let me compare your condensed version to my Bible. No, fair. Yours has more pages. And that's not all, Mr. Liar. For example, in the book of Genesis, mine reads, in the beginning, God made the heaven and the earth. Whatever that means, right? I had to edit it. Read my version. Meanwhile, back at Fort Longo, <laughs> Cap and Willie waited for supplies. The Apaches had them surrounded and- Hey, slow down. You're almost halfway through Exodus there. That's nothing like the book of Genesis. Not if you take it at face value, no. Well, Cap and Willie are not in Genesis. Oh, they're in Fort Longo. Read some more. Fine. Moving on half a page. Aye. In your book of Solomon, it reads, there was no water, no more ammo, and the Apaches knew it. <laughs> Suddenly, Cap heard bugles. It's the cavalry, shouted Willie. See? No crazed monarch slicing kids in half in my version. This book is a pulp western. Well, the Bible's many things to many people. It may read like a pulp western, but the original intent has been maintained. No, it hasn't. Well, no, it hasn't. And it won't. <laughs> it won't fool anyone. No one? No one. Muslims, it'll fool Muslims. They don't know, they can't tell. No one is going to buy that Bible. Nobody? Nobody. Well, how about Mr. Liar's dictionary? Your dictionary? Yeah, it's under here somewhere. Ah, right, here we go. A for aardvark. The morning sun warmed Gwendolyn's naked body, filling her with a hunger Mr. only Mr. a liar. No. Like Do you want a contraceptive that lets you keep your innocence? <laughs> Then try new Brooks Shield. <laughs> mm.
Want to talk about computers? Well, um, I always worry about this because you get on a tear. And... Sorry, yes, because I love my computers. There's, there's no, there's no doubt about that. But I, I remember one of the things that always bugged the frantics was every time we got a reporter in to talk about uh, us as a entertainment creative entity. They right. would come into our offices and they'd see our server. They come into Frantic World headquarters. Frantic World headquarters, and they see all these computers and computers and Macintoshes were kind of novelty at the time. And the reporters always ended up doing, you know, comedians on devices uh, to be fair to be fair we were one of the first offices in Toronto to have a central hard drive system correct and, and network not and a lot of comedians had it and uh, no. no yeah so and we had the files and we had cards on the wall we were very organized yeah but it, it would bug everybody and me included that we wanted to be thought of as a creative organization but instead we were always thought of as a digital comedian entity and Digi then they and then they'd want a picture and so you yes, pose right. for a picture and then they say no do something zany <laughs> that's right with the computer yeah that's right stick the mouse actually in didn't your we tell didn't we tell one journalist that we the computers came with a comedy uh, uh, a program that you typed in something and uh, correct and and jokes came out and jokes came that's out. right that computers were so advanced that all we had to do is write the premise in and it wrote the comedy sketches for us we were kind of dickish back then weren't we uh, what has changed N absolutely nothing is, yeah baby high five <laughs> smack Okay, now keep your head up, rookie. These domestic disputes are dangerous. Right, head up. What else should I do, partner? Well, first thing is, don't call me partner. Okay, rookie? Yeah, right. I have to share a squad car with you for due days. That's it. Okay. Okay, if things get rough for you, rookie, ask me. Right, I'll ask you. Police, open up! What the hell took you? You called the cops, you bum! Yeah. Oh. Hey! Hey, stop that, lady! That crazy broad's trying to kill me! I got a right! my opinions, Harry. All right, that's enough. Okay, what's your name? Harry Lofthouse. And you're Mrs. Lofthouse? Don't remind me, I ought to crack his skull open. This broad is crazy. Now put a lid on it, you... I'll handle this, rookie. Sorry. Where do you work, mister? Work? He's a bum. A bum? I'm dean of religious studies at the university. And you're a housewife, ma'am? <laughs> she don't do nothing around this oh, dump. shut up, Harry! Uh, I'm a professor of physics. Professor? <laughs> okay, now, what's the fight about? She says that the universe is infinitely determinate. You and all your free will crapola! I'd rather have one commandment than all the lousy cyclotrons in the Lawrence Livermore labs. The universe is finite, oh, Harry! Finite. Face it! Wait! Face right, it! Wait! Do it. Yes, now! Well, what do we do, partner? Okay. I mean, I mean, Dave. Okay, we split them up, rookie. Uh-huh. Uh, calm them down. Okay. You stay with her. Right. Sir, would you step in the kitchen with me? Well, she ain't got no right saying God's not existent. <laughs> yes. His damn holier-than-thou attitude just drives me nuts. Yes, he seems very religious. He says, sell it. Blind faith, you know? He comes home late at night so blissed out from praying, he don't pay me no attention. I'm a scientist. I got needs. Oh. So his head's in the clouds, is it? <laughs> He's such a fundamentalist, I could scream. Theory of creation. He ain't got no proof, but oh no, he won't admit it. You know, I used to love him. Love is hard to explain, isn't it? What's that supposed to mean? 
cup. <laughs> well, it seems that you physicists can measure some things, but can you measure love? No. Look, I ain't atheistic, but I got a right to be agnostic. Hell, maybe there is a God. Right, let me talk to my partner. I mean, the other officer. Dave? Well? He's calmed down, but we can't do much else here. I got an idea. Sir, could, could you come here for a minute? Yeah, what is it? You know, sir, I'd uh, hate to see this come to court. Court? Yeah, it might be hard to defend everything in the Bible in front of lawyers and oh, experts. Now, come on, listen, you know, the Bible's allegorical. But that bitch denies God! <laughs> That's funny. Your wife told me she's agnostic. Rhoda said that. Yes, sir. Yes, she did, sir. Hey, Rhoda. You know, the Bible is full of knowledge, but not necessarily facts. You mean that, Harry? Yeah. Well, I ain't got nothing against defining morality. Oh, Rhoda. What have we been fighting over? Oh, Harry. Oh. Forgive me, my Sure. If you'll excuse us, we'll be going. Well, I hope they managed to talk it out. Nice work in there. You really grasped the issues. You're going to be an okay cop, partner. Thanks. sing a song everybody likes to sing along here's the simplest tune i know so sing this note out strong this is a sing along song you sing it when you sing along this is a can't go wrong song so everybody sing It's Rick calling in with an important message. Liking and sharing on Facebook can spread disease. And not a good disease. Oh, that was wonderful. You made me feel like a woman again. You were great, Jane. Was I? Oh, boys, you're taking all the blanket. Cigarette. Love one. 
Just one, boys. <laughs> You'll set off the smoke detector in the hall. Sorry, James. You know, it's funny. We've spent all afternoon being close, yet I feel like I hardly know you. You know enough. No, I mean, what do you do when you're not standing in the lineup at the supermarket? Jane, I'm home. Who's that? My husband. He said he'd be out of town till tomorrow. Jane, where are you? We got to hide. Quick, yes. Yes, under the bed, in the closet, uh, behind the drapes, in the cedar chest, in the hamper, uh, behind the dresser. Oh, there you are, sweetie. Why are you in bed, Jane? Oh, I'm, I'm napping, Vincent. Uh, you're home a day early. Yeah, well, the convention was boring and I missed you. Oh, that's sweet. By the way, what are all those coats doing in the hall cupboard? <laughs> coats? Oh, uh, they're old ones for the Salvation Army. Uh, they're all ready to be picked up. Oh. Say, have you been thirsty lately? No, why? Well, there's about a hundred wine glasses in the living room. <laughs> oh, uh, the humidifier broke. Oh? Yes, so I uh, filled them with water to evaporate. Good thinking. You're so smart. Oh, by the way, who owns all the cars in the driveway? I had to park a block and a half away. Um, I, I test drove them. I was thinking of buying them, but oh. I changed my mind, and the dealers will pick them up after you fall asleep. Oh. Jane, I thought you'd given up smoking. I have. Then why are there 20 cigarettes in this ashtray? Oh, well, and I... And six cigars? Oh, that was and just... And three pipes? Oh, Jane, how could you lie to me like this? We agreed smoking was bad. I'd rather you took on lovers. At least you wouldn't damage your lungs. Vincent, do you really mean that? Yes. Honestly? Yes. Good news, Vincent. You're going to be so proud of me. I didn't smoke those cigarettes. Well, who did, Jane? Come on out, fellas! You smoked these cigars? Yes. And I suppose this pile of underwear is yours, too. Yes. How dare you? How dare you smoke in front of my wife? I mean, think how tempted she must have been to join in. We're very sorry. Well, that's not good enough. I'm shocked. What behavior? Get dressed, the lot of you. That's it. Yes. I think you've overstayed. You're welcome. All right. Goodbye. Really? By the way, who were those men, Jane? Oh, just a bunch of smokers. Oh. I'm going to put a no smoking sign on our front door. Now, Vincent, there's no... No, no, no... I'm tired of coming home and finding all these men have been smoking in our house. And it's your fault. It's just as... And... And to accuse me of smoking all of those cigarettes? Well, let me apologize by taking you out to dinner at that nice French cafe where the waiters all know your name. All right. I'll forgive you. Oh, Jane, you're the most understanding woman in the world. The presents are open and left by the tree. All that they gave me were clothes. The doorbell's chiming, oh, wonderful time, and here comes that part I loathe. The house is soon swarming with uncles and aunts who say to me, my, you've grown. They all pat my head, oh, I wish I was dead. Why won't they leave me alone? 
Well, Grandma and Grandpa are always real late. Their walk up the drive takes a week. When they call through the door, Gramps slips on the floor and Grandmother pinches my cheek. And my cousins are trying to make me feel real bad. They tell me about the great gifts they get. Like a doll that can run and a real working gun and a four and a half ton train set. And it's Christmas dinner, happiest meal of the year. And it's Christmas dinner, if only the family weren't here. It's Christmas dinner, time to share with friends. It's Christmas dinner, if only, when's this stuff gonna end? Well, there's not enough space at the dining room table, so we kids gotta eat off trays. And big fat Uncle Andy, he ate all my candy, then he threw up on my mother's buffet. <laughs> Some people think Christmas is best spent at home. They like it for the children, just love it. And I say, that's dumb, having relatives come. If you want to have fun, you can shove it. <laughs> on the 12th day of Christmas, my parents gave to me 12 colored pencils, 11 Christmas stencils, 10 hunks of rachis, 9 pairs of gotchis, 8 praying mantas, 7 colored santas, 6 pairs of pandas, 5 lousy oranges, 4 stupid pens, 3 red scarves, 2 ugly toques, and a green coat that doesn't even fit. life getting you down? Do you feel like ending it all? Why not give me a call? I'm Roland Grit, and this is Suicide Watch. I care. I really do. Suicide Watch is brought to you by Manfred's, makers of Manfred's new pork juice. The breakfast drink that tastes like it's just been slaughtered. Someone in need is calling us now. Hello, friend. You're on the air. Hi, Roland. Okay, I'm gonna kill myself. I can't take it anymore. I'm gonna bury myself in this pile of garbage. Hey. Okay, okay, you gotta ask me why. why. Why? Why would you bury yourself in a pile of trash, friend? Because I'm down in the dumps. Uh, <laughs> who, who is it? But, I'd like to apologize for that, friends. Some characters seem to think that saving lives is a joke. Now let's see if we can really help someone. Hello there, can we help you? Hi, Roland. I'm gonna end it all. I I've lost my pet. Hey, pets can mean a lot, but that's no reason to commit suicide. Well, I'm gonna kill myself. No, don't. Without my pet dolphin, I can't go on living. But, but why not? Because I got no purpose in life. But <laughs> hey! Oh, I get it. It's pledge time at the fraternity, so the kids have decided to pull Roland's leg. Well, this is a life or death business, okay? I can't waste time horsing a boat with these... What? Hello, Roland, I'm gonna end it all. Listen, kids, the joke's over. Kids, I'm an old man. Oh, I'm sorry, sir, please go ahead. They've taken everything I live for. They put me in this damn wheelchair. I used to just sit in my maple wood rocking chair, but they took it away, and I'm gonna kill.
care of myself. No, you, you can't end your life over a piece of furniture. Don't you see? That's just crazy. Well, I'm off my rocker. <laughs> okay. Really funny. So now the professors are getting in on the fun, eh? Well, listen here. A joke may be a joke, but there are desperate people out there who really need suicide watch, and they can't wait. But first, this word from Manfred. Billy, breakfast is ready. Gee, Mom, it's Saturday. Can't I sleep in? I made Manfred's pork juice. Pork juice? I'll be right down. Manfred's pork juice tastes like fresh-squeezed bacon drippings. A day without pork juice is like a day without dog meat. I like the color. Manfred's pork juice fresh from the sty. The honey drink that sticks right to your gums is Manfred's great with applesauce. Give it a try. A cup of pig that makes your breakfast fun. It's Manfred's. It's good. Rolling grit back again. Now, I won't be able to help those in need if, if you kids don't. Not again. Rolling. I'm in the university clock yeah, tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna jump. Yeah, because you want to see time fly, right? <laughs> oh, my girl left me. So you're really falling for her, right? Oh, come on. Yes, but she says I'm immature. And she went out with my best friend. I'm gonna throw myself on the pavement below me. That'll show her. Yeah, don't tell me a concrete example, right? <laughs> Get lost, you little troublemaker. What? What about my girl? I'm so lonely. I need help. What you need is a good swift kick in the behind. Now shove off. Okay. You asked for oh, it. Here comes the kicker. No one cares about right, me. Right, right, right. Ah! Huh? I don't get it. Smart aleck punks. Well, that's all our time for today. Hopefully next week we'll hear from people who are depressed and suicidal. I'm Roland Grit. I look forward to hearing from you next week. <laughs> Suicide Watch has been brought to you by Manfred's Pork Juice, the only breakfast drink that isn't kosher. Now, uh, we haven't mentioned this in our, our 24 previous episodes, but uh, before we go and before we say uh, so long for this one, we uh, should remind people to go to YouTube and look up the frantics. Because there's so much frantics material on YouTube, actually. Lots of stuff. stuff From we our own television and, yeah, appearances. Stuff that we own and stuff that we don't own. And there's uh, there's a few uh, TV commercials we did when we were young. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I think I'm selling TV Guide and Swiss Chalet Chicken. And uh, uh, Dan, Rick and I did Shake and Bake. Yeah, I don't like to talk about that one. Because you didn't get the ad. Because they said <laughs> Wildman shouldn't come in for the audition. Oh, he's in a comedy troupe. Why don't all of them come in? And then they called and said, we like everybody except Wild. <laughs> and then I got so, fired after the first ad. You know why? No, you didn't get fired after the first ad. No, no, or the second one. No, you didn't, because you kept on getting huge, fat residual checks. Oh, no, well, this, that's two. true. That's true. That was nice. But um, I talked with the um, uh, the guy in charge of Shake and Bacon. Uh -huh. I said, how, how do you keep feeding this stuff to people? <laughs> I never got another ad from them again. I don't know how or why. 
This man was uh, in charge of managing the frantics. That's right. Uh, maybe that... Uh, uh, I never did learn to keep my mouth shut. No! That's why we like you. That's right. So watch us on YouTube now. Yeah, go to YouTube. There's all kinds of weird stuff. No, but first listen to the podcast. Yes. Then then you'll, you'll watch us like the Bob Euchre show and all sorts of crazy things like that. This is rock and roll heaven. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time. Janice Joplin died so young Brian Jones went too soon and Then we lost Jim Morrison And Hendrix and Keith Moon Next most of Leonard Skinner Wayne and Elvis had to die. Sid Vicious joined Jim Croce in that great hall in the sky. If there's a rock and roll heaven, well, I bet you it's totally trashed. A rock and roll heaven It must reek of Jim Beam and Hash You know what this A rock and roll heaven Well I bet you they ripped out the doors With smash TV sets And social disease And pizza all over has been the best of Frantic Times. Written and conceived and per perforated, no, performed, I should never do things in short form, by the Frantics, CGR, oh no, that's it's, it's, uh, Paul Chato, Rick Green, Dan Redekamp, Peter Wyman, special guests, Maggie Butterfield, Meg Ruffman, and Carolyn Scott, sound if, 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 kicks. FX, FX, of course, of course, Anton Sabo, Kathy Perry, originally produced by Div, Div, Dave, Dave Milligan, the best of Frantics. Frantic Times, produced by Derek Moon? Will Wellsman. Boot to the head. Boot to the head.